Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, 18th June, 2022. Our bit today comes from Proverbs 20, verse 13, which says, Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. Oh, brother, did we ever have some savage winds blow yesterday? All day and into the night. <laughs> it seems like they wanted to blow away everything, and it did do some damage. But the strange part is that through it all, the sun shone brightly with not a cloud in the sky, and people went about their business as usual. And you know what? That strong wind looks like it wants to continue today as the trees outside are still having a rough time of it. This makes me think that it's just another factor in the climate change scenario because I don't remember ever having so many strong windstorms, especially in the summertime until the last few years. But recently, an intense wind system has become the norm. Anyway, as Cousin Saul says so wisely in Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And he that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regarded the clouds shall not reap. <laughs> And those come from Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 11, 4, respectively. So let's not observe the wind or regard the clouds, but do what it's time for, time for under the heaven this Saturday morning. And that's checking out the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. Now, the first one tells us that in every day, there are 1,440 minutes. That means we have 1,440 daily opportunities to make a positive impact. And yes, there are 1,440 minutes in a day. And when you put it like that, it appears like we have plenty of time available to make a good impact for Christ. However, in reality, it doesn't work that way because we need time to sleep and do other functions that aren't conducive to making positive impacts on others. That means to be a good ambassador of Christ, we have to use the time left very wisely. We can't afford to waste even a minute of it because every minute lost means a soul possibly lost to Christ. That's why we have wise sayings like make hay while the sun shines and Cousin Saul's words from Proverbs, love not sleep lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes and thou be shall, shall be satisfied with bread. In other words, don't be lazy or procrastinating, but be up and about, actively producing a positive impact in the world for yourself and Christ. And the next quote says, there is no advertisement as powerful as a positive reputation traveling fast. No, that's very true, but not very easy to do. 
especially in a slanderous, evil, greedy, and strife-filled world like that in which we currently live. But thankfully, our friend Anselm has given us some useful pointers in the other quotes that he sent us this week. So we'll just use them to paint a beautiful picture all for Jesus Christ. However, before we get to those quotes, we must make one definite pronouncement. Remembering that we can't do anything worthwhile without Christ in our lives. He said it as plainly, plainly as it can be said. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. And we all know that comes from John 15, 5. And if the Son of God, who is the way, the truth, and the light, the only way to the Father, says that, then it must be true. So the basic foundation of creating a positive and fulfilling reputation is by having Christ in our lives. Then, as Anselm says in the next quote, it's most important that you surround yourself with positivity always and have it in your mind at all times. Yes, friends, we can't do positive things if we are not filled with positive thinking, but positive thinking based on the word of Christ, that's the crucial aspect of it all. Christ is the most positive thinker there's ever been. Therefore, to think like him, his word must always be uppermost in our minds. And that brings us to the next quote, the next step in the building process, which says, I surround myself with positive, productive people of goodwill and decency. Now, that's possibly the most essential part of the whole building process. Why is that, you ask? Because although we personally have all the parts necessary for the purpose, we can't build anything strong and worthwhile by ourselves without good material, without good folks around us. And though we might prefer them to be Christian like ourselves, they don't have to be since they are good, decent, hard-working folks out there who are not believers in Christ. And likewise, plenty supposed believers whom you don't want around you at all, if you get my meaning there. No, that's how Christ desires us to build our lives and consequently his church. First, on the strong foundation of his word, and then with good, positive, productive helpers. For nothing good is ever constructed with poor, negative, lazy help. And I like this last quote because it is the sum of all that we have spoken about so far. It brings all those things into a Christ-like fulfillment. It says, when you are joyful, when you say yes to life and have fun and project positivity all around you, you become a sun in the center of every constellation and people want to be near you. <laughs> oh, my people, that's the gospel truth. When we've taken what Christ has given us, 
the fruit of the Spirit and used it wisely. There's a heavenly joy that rises up in us that nothing or no one can take away from us. And people see and recognize it and want to be continually around us. Or like Anselm says, like a sun in the center of every constellation. Whoa! I like that analogy because it blends in beautifully with what Jesus asks and expects of his followers. Remember these poignant words of his in the Sermon on the Mount, where he says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle or a lamp and put it under a bushel or a basket, but on a candlestick that's a lampstand, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify, glorify your Father which is in heaven. And that comes from Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Oh, my fellow saints, that is what Jesus expects of us, especially in these times of so much fear and confusion. He expects us to be the ones showing a positive outlook to the world since we have all the good things that he's bequeathed to us, that he's died for us to have, like forgiveness of sins, peace, love, joy, salvation, and eternal life. But unfortunately, we are not doing such a good job because if we were, the enemy, that's the purveyor of darkness, would not have the death-like grip he currently has on the world. Instead, the harbinger of light, that's Jesus, would have been in ascendancy. So please, let's get to work now. Since we claim to be true believers, it's high time we do as Jesus desires of us, to bring forth much good fruit. I don't see why we can't do it, because we have all the tools, all the necessary credentials. So what's holding us back here? Eh? Much love. And the postscript for today says, Wherefore, by their fruit ye shall know them. And that comes from Matthew 7.20. And what's happening to us, friends? How much fruit are we bearing out there? Not a whole lot. So please, let's get ourselves together and get out there and bear fruit for Christ now. Because that's the only way others will know who he is and want to come to love him and worship him like we do and we pray that in his holy name amen please have a blessed day my people much love